It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So let's get to uh, our guy, Eagles reporter Elliot Shore Parks. He joins us, uh, of course, uh, every Friday. Normally we're previewing a game, but a lot to talk about here with the Birds, even the Sixers, even the Phils. Elliot, what's going on, pal? What up? How are you guys doing? Elliot, they an ugly 8-1? No, of course not. They're an extremely impressive 8-1. Extremely impressive I understand that there have certainly been games where either Monday morning or the next week we talk about it. But I really think, like, this whole narrative and this kind of, like, willingness people have to say that they're an ugly 8-1 really kind of diminishes what they've accomplished. Like, going into the year, at least I can speak for myself, I thought that it would be really hard to repeat what they did last year. Because if you look at teams coming off losing the Super Bowl, and especially with two new coordinators, like, I thought 5-4, and 6-3 and three would, would be a more realistic uh, yep. outcome. They're, they're closer to 9-0 and than they are 6-3. and three. They're, they have one of the best offenses in the league. They have one of the best pass rushers in the league. They have arguably the MVP of the league at quarterback. So I think we are, we're too quick to just go, oh, it's ugly because they've made mistakes. Like, every team makes mistakes. I don't think you'll ever find an 8-1 team that wins every game by 30, by 30 points. But they have two impressive wins. They're impressive on the offensive side of the ball. They're impressive at pass rush. And, again, they have the MVP of the league. So, no, I, I think they're an extremely yeah. impressive 8-1. Elliot, what's the number one thing you think uh, when they reemerge from the bye week that Sirianni's got to clean up? So, I think the nickel corner spot right now is probably the weakest point of this team. And, and the tough thing is, you know, you think Sirianni clean it up. I just don't know what the, the answer is. Um, hopefully, Bradley Roby is able to return, and he's far from a short thing. I mean, he, he's only played a handful of snaps for this team and, uh, you know, signed late in the year or early on in, in the regular season. But, yeah, their, their nickel corner has been, has been a, a disappointment. Sidney Brown has not played well uh, when he's been there. Understandably, he's a rookie. Mario Goodrich couldn't uh, hold the job down. Eli Ricks has done a decent job, but he's not really a nickel corner. So, uh, of all the weaknesses they have where maybe there's not, like, a true answer, I think nickel right now is, is the weakest spot on the team. And on the offensive side, Elliot, how do you expect they're going to replace Dallas Goddard's production? Uh, I think it's going to be really hard to replace Dallas Goddard's uh, production. I think that, if anything, the hope would have to be that because of where the bye week is at, maybe he only misses two games if they get lucky. Uh, So I I think it's going to be just just really hard to replace what he does, Uh, not only in the pass game, but in the run game. And if you look at how they're running the ball now, even with him out there, it has not been that efficient. I think they're 14th or 15th in the league in yards per carry right now. They, they have, the running game has been almost non-existent the last few weeks. So I think losing Goddard in the passing game, maybe you can have Julio Jones run some of his routes uh, and you know do, do that kind of big-body receiver thing. But in terms of what you're also going to lose from him in the running game, 
uh, the running game could take an even bigger hit than it was already. And how are you evaluating Kevin Byard so far? Not good. I mean, he's not he's not made the, the impact uh, like people thought. I mean, I think one of the benefits of trading for a veteran player like that is that you expect him to come in and be able to make an impact. Now, it has only been two games. Uh, you know, he is still learning the defense. I completely understand that. He's only played, I believe, I guess, yeah, two games now with Reed Blankenship, so they're getting a little more snaps together. But he, he's not come in and played outstanding. He'll have a full bye week now to kind of adjust from the move to Tennessee, learn the playbook more, probably get some work in uh, with, with other secondary members. So I think, you know, this upcoming Monday, or two Mondays from now, uh, against Kansas City, we'll see more of an impact of what he can be. But so far, I, I don't think he's come in and played, like, super impressive. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Elliot Shore Parks with us here on what is ordinarily a football Friday, but a different kind of Friday with no Eagles game Sunday. Elliot, let's bounce around here a little bit and hit some of the other teams. Um, Sixers, legit or not? I mean, I'm talking big-time elite status legit or still in that second, third tier of the NBA contention. No, I think they're absolutely legit. Uh, they They were legit last year. I know nobody wanted to hear that, but there was no reason for them to think they couldn't be legit this year. And I think this year, one of the differences, at least early on, is you're getting the best version of Joel Embiid. He's normally somebody that comes into the season, takes a while to get going, but he's playing the most impressive basketball early on uh, of his career than what he normally does in these first, you know, 10 games or so. So I think they're definitely legit. Tyrese Maxey has had outstanding starts of the season, but I also think they've upgraded a head coach, and you're seeing that they have better role players. And that win over the Celtics, they had the role players that were making the kind of, like, hustle, dirty type plays that the Celtics did last year, and the Celtics didn't. So, yeah, I mean, the Sixers are absolutely Elliot, how good a chance do you think there is that uh, Nick Castellanos gets traded? You know, I, I, when I saw that come up, I was surprised by that. But, but when you think about it, it's one of those things where all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I mean, it makes some sense. Castellanos, obviously, uh, we, I know everyone appreciates, like, you know, what he's brought to the team from a personality perspective and certainly some of those games he had in the postseason last year were impressive, but ultimately, since he's been here, you'd probably have to label him more of a disappointment. He didn't have a first good year. He had a last year. He was hot for part of the year, cooled off. Uh, and then the same thing in the postseason. So probably overall, his two postseasons have been somewhat of a disappointment uh, on the whole. And I also think to a certain extent, he kind of represents what might be a problem with this team is they're extremely streaky and they're somewhat unserious at times. So I, I think that trading mm-hmm. Castellan might actually – make be like a culture type shift in the clubhouse that might benefit the team elliot great stuff as always my man enjoy having a, a weekend off. you going away you, you can't normally you know have your own time on yeah, you Sunday. got the weekend off yeah go do something Yo, nah, guys well, do you not pay attention we have a radio show together tomorrow oh, every saturday one to oh, three we are not off but come on <laughs> just thanks for thanks for paying attention to what well, your, your, your coworker does on the weekends. i'd be so out of there I, i'd tell the boss yo boss first off let me tell you who's the boss okay um, it's not Tony Dans and it's not you. That's number one thing I'd say. Number two, I'd say I ain't doing that Saturday show. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you this. My, my boss at home has a lot of plans for me. I think we got a lot of plans <laughs> this weekend. So it's going to be a Elliot, it, Enjoy whatever you do on Sunday. Thanks, pal.